When you have hair loss, it can be such a scary and deceivingly lonely place. But you know what? You're not alone. You are here with me. Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, a wig boutique owner, and wig wearer myself due to alopecia. And this is my tell it like it is take on all things alternative hair. I also happen to be a certified confidence coach, so I'm going to be sprinkling in some mindset hacks for good measure. So take a deep breath, sit back and relax, and listen to my favorite ways and my best advice on how I help others and help myself to rock that alternative hair. We're going to drop that shame and stigma. What is that about anyway? Now, let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 60 of the Alternative Hair Alchemist. This is Deborah Heim. I am your host. You can find me if you need to at www.debraheim.com, and that's D E B R A E H E I M. There's some variations of the spelling, Deborah. I'm the short one in spelling and in stature. Ha <laughs> ha. You can also find me at www.verybestlittlehairhouse.com. I can't believe we're all the way up to episode 60. So for this week, I'm going to talk about like some definite signs that you're probably needing a new wig. But let me tell you, that's always up to you. For everything that happens to a wig, just about there is a fix and there is a plethora of YouTube videos out there where you can find just about how to do anything with a wig. And some of the people, as far as styling and restoration, are quite amazing. And one thing I always do when I'm checking out a YouTube video, this is a little bit of a hack, I kick the speed up to two, so that way you can get a couple minutes in and see if you vibe with the person, and that's just one of my little tricks to see if a video's for you or not. And before I forget, if you are in the Virginia area, there's going to be a new shop opening up, and I'm very, very excited about it. You'll be hearing more in the coming weeks, but I am super, super excited. This lady thinks a lot like I do. I really enjoyed having her in my shop. She is on fire to help people find the alternative hair of their dreams, and I couldn't be more excited about it. So prepare, if you're in the Virginia area, to look for that shop. And Williamsburg is a tourist town, so maybe you could combine a tourist visit and a visit to a wig shop. Okay. So I get asked pretty frequently, how long does a wig last? And I've covered this before, but basically how long it lasts depends on how you take care of it. And I'm not going to talk about that because I'll get off and running with the care of the wig. But long story short, the less you do to it in my book, the better. I try and keep my wigs 
as new as possible. I don't wash them as frequently as a lot of places recommend. Again, that's up to you. I also keep very minimum use of products because I find, and this is just my experience only, I find that there is a product out there for everything and they often do what they're supposed to do for that one time. I find a lot of the gels, the detanglers, what have you. They work like a charm, but then I find it would gum up my wigs. So I kind of developed a method of wearing them and doing as little as possible to them. I like, there's a couple products I do like. Envy Wigs makes Renew and Repair. That is a must-have as far as I'm concerned. Hair You Wear makes a heat protectant slash conditioner called Restore. And those are just two of my favorites, but there's plenty of them out there. But one of the biggest giveaways that you might want to replace your wig is Extreme Frizz. Now, as I wear mine, I treat that as I go along with using points to cut the frizzes off. So when I start with a long wig, eventually it becomes shorter and shorter. But I find that If you can't flatten that frizz with the flat iron, which you easily can do it, I just get what we call lazy, because when you do do it, it will flatten it back out. Or if you have a non-heat okay wig, you can do it with steam, and it also works. But when I get to the point where I have to do it all the time, that's when I decide I'm going to allow myself to get a new wig. And we'll talk about some theories on that by the end of the show. The next big giveaway, as far as I'm concerned, is similar to frizz, but it's a lack of movement. As you wear a wig... It will dry out as you go along, and between the frizz and the dryness of the other fibers, I find that when it stops moving like hair, that's when I want to start to look for a new wig, because I find that the movement on a wig is everything as far as looking like hair, although there is a crowd that that will use a lot of spray and stuff, and that's fine too, but... If the movement stops, you might think to yourself, hey, maybe I might want to get another wig. The third biggie that I see change, and this is a change that happens over time, is in the colors. Especially if you wear like a vivid red or something like that. If you're in the sun all the time, and sometimes just the lights in the house will do it, and frequent shampooing will do it as well, the color will fade. Now here's the thing. When you're wearing it day to day, you won't see it, but I've had it where people will come to the shop for their replacement wig and when it does come in it can almost look like two different colors but it's really not it's just that these subtle changes happen over time so that's my third thing that I take a look at and consider fourth thing and probably the most important is they will stretch out And when it doesn't fit your head anymore, of course, again, like I said, something goes on with the wig. There's always a way to deal with it. So you have your bands, your caps, your tape, or what have you. But when it doesn't fit as good as it did, I mean, I've had some that get markedly stretched out. It's okay to want to look for another wig because of that. 
And the last big thing that I think you can take a look at to see if you need a new one or not is when the lace becomes extremely frayed in the front. I constantly trim it as close to the hair as I can. But some of the lace fronts, it depends on how you comb your wig, they will start to lose hairs right in the front hairline. Like I said, you can trim it along. You can use eyeshadow to fill in any spots that become sparse. But that's a clue that, you, especially if it's important to you, that you can allow yourself to get another wig. Now, I imagine somebody listening to this could think, oh, sure, sure, you just want to sell wigs. It's okay to get another wig, but I'm not asking you to buy it from me. I'm asking you to allow yourself to enjoy the pleasure of a new wig. Now, the reason I say this is because I don't care how much money you make, 99% of women feel guilty if it has to do with anything spending on themselves, let alone their hair. So I want to ask you to possibly think about a wig if it's important to you. Don't think of it as a want. Think of it as a need. And that's where I'm going to give you some tips on plan for your replacement. You can start what I first did when I was making part-time money and not very many hours, I started to put 5 to $10 away a payday in a drawer and save for the next wig. So that way you're never caught with it coming up unexpected. If that's, that's just a suggestion I thought I'd give you. Like seriously, do not feel guilty about getting another wig. I stress that to you because I did for so long until I opened my shop and then I kind of used the excuse that I've got to look really good. (laughs) So I started to allow myself to get a few more wigs and I'll tell you, life is good when you have that freedom in the morning and you have a choice. I want you to experience that too. And that's the other thing that will help you extend the wear of your alternative hair is to have more than one. Alternate that wear. What I always would do with the one that becomes a little more worn out, I would make that my house wig. I talk about that in my book, which is on Amazon called Too Much Hair. And I think you can read it on Kindle still for free. So that's out there for you. But with the concept of a house wig or maybe even just a really inexpensive wig, you can alter your wear with that for the times that maybe you are just around the house. So that way you're never without a wig and you can keep your one for better occasions. But again, I think everybody should be wearing the good wig all the time. That's my dream for everybody is just I wish women would take care of themselves the way I think they should take care of themselves. A couple things to keep in mind is always watch for sales of wigs. That way you can snag one at a good price. The other thing about buying gently used, that's also a good idea to at least add something in there so you have something to alternate because when you wear the same one day after day, it really, it's just like shoes. And I always find that there's a little bit of surprise when people ask me, 
you know, how long does a wig last? And when I tell them, yeah, it is kind of like shoes. They do wear out. Like when you get a pair of shoes, they look great. You think they're going to last forever, but it really depends on how you wear them. And that's the same for wigs. So that's about all I have for you this week. Hopefully I've said something that helped you. I wish you joy in your alternative hair journey. And until next week, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you enjoyed this episode, you might like working with me one-on-one even better. You can check out the options at debraheim.com. You can find my shop at verybestlittlehairhouse.com. And don't forget my Wise Wig Advice and Support Group, also on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. But until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair.